Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Cryptids on Cryptids, a folklore podcast. I'm Martin. I'm Sid. And uh, this week, if I'm not wrong, we are returning to the world of cryptids, right, Sid? We sure are. Uh, we have the Beast of Bray Road this week. Beast of Bray Road. Okay. Yes. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is another Dogman-esque thing. Uh, yes, this is another um, Dogman car door hook hand. Yes. Okay, so we got Dogman, we got Werewolves 1, we got Werewolves 2, we took a brief interlude into Witches, and now we're back on that dog guy train. Uh, I wouldn't phrase it like that, but sure, yes, we are. Do you not like Dog Guy Train? Uh, I I don't, just because of uh, the idea of one of these things running at me, and I feel like I'd just cry. <laughs> what if they were, uh, you know, running at you, but like then there was there was like the Beast of Bray Road in front, and then there was a dog man with his hands on his shoulders, like doing the like choo choo, and then there was like a werewolf or two or three behind him if they're in like a conga line i feel like i'd be a yeah, little like more the, okay with that you know that like train song it's like come on i'm not doing i'm right yeah. yeah 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 and they were doing that aggressively at you you launched me right back to middle school <laughs> with that so all i can picture is these guys wearing like layered t-shirts from hollister and like awfully ripped skinny jeans <laughs> Just, like, terrible shades of neon, and at least one of them has a fringe cut. Like... If I'm not mistaken, you currently have a fringe cut. I do. I will admit that. I will admit that. Oh, man. I need a haircut. Oh, there's nothing I can do. It just grows too fast. Like, I go and I get a haircut, and then a week later I have a mullet, and I'm like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. See, I have Not even problem. a little... I have the problem currently where my hair on the sides is I'm trying to grow it out so that like I don't have a weird like hard cut. Mm -hmm. um, but it's too short to like style or straighten or anything. So it's just curling up into like Wolverine-esque uh, ears, uh, which oh. is great. <laughs> you got like a Hugh Jackman thing going on. Yeah, and I I'm not thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> i would be absolutely floored if my hair did anything but just lie flat yeah my hair does whatever it wants and a lot of like 90 percent of the time it's like let's do wolverine it's like i wish you wouldn't i wish you wouldn't <laughs> like, i wish you wouldn't please can we move past this i mean like if you give it a little longer you could become part of the werewolf squad oh shit you could. Maybe the ukulele man is part wolf. No, it could be the. <laughs> I was gonna make like a wolf verine joke. That you could be wolf the wolf verine. 
I feel like Wolverine has already got it covered, though. I mean, <laughs> it's just the yeah. name of an animal that's kind of like a wolf, but not. Yeah, I don't know what a Wolverine is, to be honest. So uh, imagine like a ferret, but you bred it with a wolf and then gave it like all the aggression possible. Oh, so like a normal ferret, but just a little fucked up. Yeah, just chonkier and will eat a moose. Okay, I am looking up what a wolverine looks like. They're scavengers, so not a live moose, but it will eat a moose. Wolverine. I'm just getting pictures of Hugh Jackman. What does the animal look like? You might want to Google animal along with Animal! Oh, Oh, they're kind of cute. Yeah, they're ferocious, though. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust one with my life, but they are very cute. <laughs> they are very cute, yes. They are very cute. Oh, they have... Aww. Aww. I mean, if it weren't the mascot of that school up north, I feel like I'd, 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 I'd be more endeared to it. Man. Uh, Ohio really did a number on us, huh? Yeah. I <laughs> like, mean, I'm gonna be honest, I still just viscerally hate Michigan. I mean, I feel that. You know, I don't even I live f- there anymore. Wow, I was really right when I was like a ferret but mixed with a wolf. You were. You gave a really good visceral description. Yeah. It's quite the image. Quite the image. No, I mean, Ohio did do a number on us. I think you, you made a tweet a while ago that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow us at OnCryptids for all that cool Ohio-relatable content. Ugh, you don't even live in Ohio anymore. I know. That's the worst part of it. I'm here holding down the fort on my own, just generally yelling into cornfields, trying my best. <laughs> you know, actually, Vermont has a surprising amount of cornfields. Yeah? Yeah, you're like, oh, there's mountains everywhere, and then like you drive past one mountain and it's just like flat for a good bit, and it surprises the fuck out of you. Nice. That kind of does sound like... I was gonna make a com- comparison between that and the fact that I've plowed a very large mountain in our in our Minecraft world and just put a field there because I needed food. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, it's like it's like that," and I was like, "That's a probably a, a nerdy thing to say on our podcast, which we talk about cryptids and witchcraft and just general folklore." Wow, we general are just folklore. Damn, we just did do the nerd thing, huh? We went like we dove face first into it. I don't know if we dove so much as tripped. Yeah, stumbled right into it, broke our arm. Now we got a cast, and only one person signed it. Who signed it? David. David's nice. Wait, wait, (laughs) is that we're Catboy Dave from accounting? (laughs) Yep. Good. What a lad. What a lad. He's a friend. That's just... He is a friend. I wish I could say the same for the Beast of Bray Road, but I I really don't think he is a friend. What is up with the Beast of Bray Road? Well, he is a Midwestern boy. Uh, He comes from uh, up in Wisconsin, uh, specifically a rural road outside of Elkhorn, Wisconsin. uh, Oh, can I guess what the road's called? Sure. Bray Road? Oh my god. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Knocked it out of the fucking park. Oh my dear. Uh, 
No, it is. He is. He is uh, seen on the Beast of Bray Road. Uh, the sightings sort of range from 1936 to the 1990s. But uh, you want to hear what this dude looks like? Because I got three descriptions, and all of them are terrifying. Yeah, hit me with them. All right. So the first one is that you're just looking with like a bear-like creature, sort of uh, a hairy bipedal kind of creature resembling Bigfoot. Uh, who who we know doesn't exist. Yeah, no, way. it's definitely the Beast of Bray Road because Bigfoot, yeah. staying yeah. real, not real. Uh, but the other one is that it's an unusually large, uh, ranging from two to four feet tall on all fours, seven feet tall standing up, intelligent werewolf-like creature able to walk on its hind legs at will and weighing in between four hundred to seven hundred pounds, with a brown gray fur color resembling a dog or bear. Se- now, how many times? Seven <laughs> hundred. Four, four hundred to seven hundred. Wow! So this guy's got some uh, interesting gains going on. You know, he's like dropping down to four hundred. Then he's like, "All right, let's get some fucking reps in." Gets up to seven hundred. It's not the same creature though, because there have been multiple sightings of this thing. Well, so I think it might be something more akin to like. A species or a lineage. <laughs> just uh, lots of lads on Bray Road. Just the s- lots of lads. Same species, all vibing. All vibing. All vibing. Um, and I and I bring this up because I think we need to take a look at the fact that two to four feet tall on all fours is really fucking tall. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like, That's four not... feet tall on all fours is kind of wild to me. Because, like, you measure that from, like, ground to shoulder. Yeah. So that means this guy's got four-foot arms. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very Dude's... weird. Dude's just got long-ass arms. Cause I mean, he was seven I... feet tall. It kind of makes sense, but... Yeah, but then I have to imagine uh, him, like, going from being on all four feet to standing up and it's sort of like that you know those where they like zoom in on an image and it's somebody just walking towards you and they play that one audio clip that's like da 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 that one uh, <laughs> we can cut this bit out of the podcast <laughs> actually uh, no, it's I'm thinking in. of a very specific thing uh, where it's like they walk towards the camera and it's usually sort of pixelated and they're just buff and squat as all hell oh yeah i imagine yeah, yeah. that but for this like horrifying. do you imagine it's just got like the tiniest legs oh yeah i imagine it would have to because if your arms are four feet long that's one thing but if your legs and your arms are the same length you start to run into a little bit of a problem with walking on two feet and i mean it does say it's bipedal it's both like we okay so, I mean, it probably does have some pretty large gams, you know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just absolutely sort of shredded. Especially given the weight class for its height. You know? Yeah, 700-something pounds, dude. It's, it's pretty built. I, I can't Stick. imagine how much this thing has to eat. Oh my god. Well, what? Okay, do you know what it eats? I do. Oh. I have a sighting that would tell you that. Uh, so basically, uh, this thing's been around for, for a good bit. And so there 
from this area are a couple different sightings from different people who have sort of seen it around Bray Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the biggest report that they got were animal mutilations in the area around Bray Road with animal remains, including deer or livestock, specifically with organs removed from the carcasses, and it's been seen to eat roadkill. Um, mm-hmm. But as soon as it's approached... It just books it. Like, it just grabs the entire carcass and runs. Oh. Um, I mean, I guess it could. Yeah, but I need you to picture you're driving, like, your respectable sedan down a sort of back road later in the evening. uh, Mm -hmm. And you turn, and there's just a massive creature just eating a whole deer. And so you pull over to be like, what is that? And it just makes eye contact with you, picks up the deer, and runs. Okay. Now like, this is... not in its hands, in its mouth. This is important. Okay. Yeah. Because first of all, I was gonna do a bit where I was like, oh, is it, are you sure it's a sedan? And then, like, goof around on that a little bit. But now, I'm much more curious than something else. Yeah. Do you think it, like, holds it under its arm like a football? Do you think it carries it bridal style, or do you think it just straight up picks it up straight over its head, like two arms perfectly straight up, like four foot long arms just holding up this giant ass deer? (laughs) Oh, the last one is very good. I like that a lot. Because I love that. All I can imagine is like a cartoon style (laughs) picking that thing up and just a complete image of that through every single tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do also like the idea of a football or rugby underarm carry, because that does just imply that this thing barrels through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it really dodges trees as much as it, like, forces the trees out of its way. Yeah, it just stares at the trees and they get out of the way because they're so intimidated. Uh, or they break. They just shatter, or... like, your fucking ankles if this thing tries to juke you. Like, glass. It just looks at it and there's like a... <laughs> Uh, the picture we're painting of this dude does not make him out to be super stealthy, huh? <laughs> no, probably not. He's not, but it does just... This seems like he would sort of be the person to fall downstairs at a party. Yeah. And I say that being a person who has fallen downstairs at a party. That's concerning, Sid. <laughs> Not recently. Did I tell you this? I think you were there, actually. For... I was there? Yeah. Did you go to prom your senior year? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. Did you fall, down, went to... did you fall downstairs, Sid? I did. I did. So... So uh, there was, like, one thing of stairs. There were two things of stairs. Uh, so we went to prom in high school. Uh, not together, but we did attend the same high school so we went to the same prom uh and so i don't do formal wear super well if that at all uh mainly heels i have a lot of trouble walking in them uh because i tend to be a little unsteady when it comes to walking normally and heels make it worse so yeah they're like stilts but for your ankles yeah but for your ankles. And so I was wearing a dress that had a little bit of a train on the back. Nothing like super fancy, but just a few inches of fabric. Come on, and... that train. Okay, sorry. I'm done. <laughs> You're good. I was vibing. 
but I hit that on the stairs and I stumbled down a few stairs and just sort of slid to the bottom. Uh, and I don't think anyone noticed, but I know that it happened because it hurt and I couldn't really walk. See, that's almost like, that's almost like the worst way for that to happen. I'm going to be honest, because like if someone saw it and was able to have like some humor at that moment, then I feel like the pain would be worth it. Yeah. It would have been a good moment. Yeah, and you would have had someone to laugh about it with, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't and know. I mean, I think it would have been. I think it would have been better had had like there been any redeeming qualities to our high school proms. <laughs> <laughs> I there's literally one thing I do like strictly remember from being at that prom. Yeah. Uh, and it was this uh, guy named Seth who was on the football team, like that particular prom. He was a, he was my year, and he yeah. came in hammered as all shit. I remember that. I flask yeah. in hand. Offered some to our principal, and oh. then started hitting on her. Oh, and no. this is really fucking funny. <laughs> Because she is a out lesbian. Yes. Like. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh Oh my god. The people I went with to prom. They were, were, like, everything. Like, the people I went with were fine. Most of the things about prom were fine. The only thing I had a problem with, with the proms that we had, were the fact that, like, no matter what I did, like, most of the time, when you buy a ticket to prom, you expect there to be dinner, you know? Like, some type of food. Because you, you pay a lot of money to go to prom. I'd like to have dinner, you know? Yeah. They would have, like, a subpar soda bar. Or, like, my senior year, they had, uh, I think they served, like, two things of punch in covered, locked, like, coolers. Like, like a Gatorade cooler, you know? <laughs> That you oh, could man. get a plastic cup and just sort of press the little Gatorade cooler button and it would give you some punch. But they really, really thought someone was going to attempt to spike the punch. So they, like, duct taped the lids on and had, like, <laughs> somebody supervising oh my the, God. the punch containers. And then uh, the my junior year, uh, you remember this, they had, like, a they had a bar. soda yeah. bar that like had cans of soda that you could go and get but the music was so loud i could not hear anything yeah i couldn't hold a conversation with anybody and there were no chairs was another thing is there's there nowhere were to no sit chairs there were standing tables yeah and i also asked the guy at the bar i was like hey like are you like usually a bartender and he was like, yeah. And I just thought, that must be the most disappointing gig ever. Like, To hand fuck. soda. To just hand cans of soda to kids. Like, I mean. Fuck. <laughs> it sounds like a terrible <laughs> evening. I'm going to be honest. Because there's yeah. no one there that can drink at all. And that means you can't not. have, like, your own little bottle under the table that you're taking swigs from. You can't do that. Well, you could. But like, I mean, but if the probably not catch you, they're gonna be like, you serve that to children, then you're fucking out of there, bro. Well, I mean, they were serving us closed cans of soda. 
There's nothing that could be done to those. They are closed cans of soda. You know, I'm jealous that you got that treatment because what I got was uh, he po- he took a can of soda, he opened it, and then he poured half of it into a little plastic cup and uh, with one single ice cube, by the way. Oh. Um, and that was like what I got. And then I was like, hey, could I just have the rest of the can so I don't have to come back up here? And he was like, no, you can come back up here if you want the rest of the can. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? Actually, like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was just a bad time. I remember that I walked up because uh, I saw that they were they were pouring, I think, at the beginning of the evening soda into cups. But yes. I walked up later, and I think they were running out of cups. And I was so exhausted at this point because... Uh, getting ready for prom was a production and I was so tired just really wanted to take the heels off and go home and I was like yo I just want a fuck like they had you could see that they had like a variety of different sodas but I noticed that there were a few cans of monster that were like in a cooler and I was like just pass me one of those, bud. And he looked at me, <laughs> and he looked at how tired I was and how defeated I was standing and how bad my feet hurt, and he just handed me the monster, and I crushed it. <laughs> like, upended it. Jesus. And, and then went bowling. Speaking <laughs> of monsters. Afterwards. Yeah. The Beast of Bray I, I would like to know more about this guy. Why is he on Bray Road? Where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, wow. What's this dude's story? So. Give it to uh, me straight, Doc. He... Well. <laughs> uh, so. Bray Road is sort of like. Okay. Bray Road is an actual road, but it is also like a sort of like neighborhood also like there are sort of houses around there the community of elkhorn has like a subsection and bray road is that sort of subdivision i guess uh elkhorn yeah elkhorn okay that's cool that's pleasant i like that yeah elkhorn wisconsin it's cute it's nice uh it is nice but wish it wasn't infested with these beasts sure wish it wasn't but i feel like every sort of quaint little rural town has to have some type of just bonkers monster hiding somewhere yeah Scooby and if not, a mon- if not a monster then a serial killer or a very evil businessman yeah scooby-doo really hit the nail on the head yeah they bonked that one real good uh <laughs> <laughs> but Sort of what happened was there were a rash of sightings in around the nineteen eighty or late nineteen eighties and early nineteen nineties. Uh, so the first sighting dates all the way back to nineteen thirty six. Sort of in conjunction with, if you remember, all the way back to the Michigan Dogman episode. Mm-hmm. These guys are sort of, I wouldn't say brothers, but concurrent, because. Um, they sort of got lumped under the same label because they're both sort of like werewolfish type creatures. They are werewolfs, if you shall. I would really enjoy a sitcom where they're brothers. Yeah. Uh, Bray Road and the Dog Man. Oh fuck! That sounds like just like a like an indie band. <laughs> no, it sounds like like fucking uh, a like 
radio show host, like, it's Bray Road and the Dogman coming at you live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, it really, really does. Like, I'd be like shock riding... jockeys or whatever they're fucking called. Yeah. You're riding the wave. <laughs> 91.7. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, that is sort of what happened. You remember there was a radio jockey who released The Legend, and that's how the Michigan Dogman sort of set off, right? That's true. The releasing of The Legend also set off a whole bunch of sightings of the Beast of Bray Road as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's no known link between the sightings as far as, like, you can't say that the Beast of Bray Road and the Michigan Dogman are the same thing. But the creature is very, very similarly described. Like they, so they look very similar. They have their yeah, maybe they are brothers then. I'd like to think that. That they're like brothers or cousins. Like maybe not a, a sitcom, but maybe like uh, you know like a rom com where the Beast of Bray Road bring home a werewolf and they're like, you know it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Or Christmas, or whatever. To me, hey fucking on... Hallmark, get at me about this. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see a Hallmark movie where one of the one of the characters is just a monster. <laughs> I feel like all of them should be, you know. Yeah, just like. And then at somebody... the end of the day, the Scrooge McDuck comes in and fucking fights him. I have flashbacks to that every once in a while i remember that that's a thing that exists in our timeline in 2020 and i don't know how to take it i don't i yeah i don't know this episode is the episode of callbacks we're back on the cryptid train we're having a good time and i'm just calling back everything well yeah there's something there's something to be said for like because this guy does have a lot of connections with some of our some of our other other boys that we've covered in previous weeks yeah Uh, it's exciting but to sort of he he does actually sort of live very heavily into the spotlight i guess cuz you mentioned uh that you would want to see him in a show uh-huh. and i feel like i should mention that sort of how this this boy rose to uh popular knowledge was through the fact that they sent a news host uh Linda Godfrey sort of after this beast after there were a whole bunch of sightings in the uh, again, the late 1980s, early 1990s. So they sent her to talk to the witnesses, and she sort of set out being a skeptic, uh, not thinking oh. that this thing was real and that it was a bit uh, fanciful and all that. But after she talks with the witnesses, she became convinced of the existence, and her articles have been put together and into a book entitled The Beast of Bray Road, Tailing Wisconsin's Werewolf. Which, honestly, Tailing Wisconsin's Werewolf is such a fun subtitle. Yeah, I was like, I recognize that name from somewhere. She also did uh, Lost Tapes and Monster Quest. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, this, this to me is, like, super, super cool. Because imagine being it really does just read like a scooby-doo sort of movie where you're the reporter <laughs> you're sort of like waiting to catch a story skeptical. and your boss comes in and it's like hey here's like a possible werewolf would you mind finding that for us <laughs> it's like a cross between scooby-doo and spider-man 
It really, it really feels like one of those wacky, like wacky adventure movies. You know what I mean? Like the not yeah. necessarily like one of those like trade films, but like you know, one of those like kind of throwaway movies that comes out every year. You know the one. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. here's my story, and it f- seems like it was written for an art house by teenagers. Yeah. I mean, like, it also... Damn, is it actually interesting, and I'm I'm a big fan of all the characters. Yeah. I mean... It's like an art house film on a professional budget. That's the way to describe that's it. That's a good put it. That's a good that's way a to good, put it. I that's like that a lot. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. I don't watch a lot of movies, because I tend to have a shorter attention span, but it does just read, like, a sort of... I want to sell it as a buddy cop movie. I want to <laughs> see, like... <laughs> Like a Tom and Jerry, Linda but it's Godfrey a reporter a and a werewolf. And then the Beast of Bray Road punches it. It's funny that you mention that. Oh? You want to get into some sightings? Uh, yes. If that's all the history we have on this boy. That is most of the history we have on this boy, because most of the lore lies in the sightings. Because this is... He is not camera shy. He's not? Uh, oh. No, which is which means there's less history and more people being like, holy shit, that thing's in my field. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, what the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> because you mentioned, like, that sort of, there were two big ways this guy came to popularity. The first was the sort of reporter. The second is someone hit it with their car and attempted to sue. Excuse me? Yes. Wait, excuse me? Yes. So we talked about putting werewolves on the stand before. We sure did. Yeah, we sure did that. We sure did that. Did they put him on the stand? They sure attempted to. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> there is... How could they sue? Is it just like they hit him with the car and then they were like, give us your fucking insurance and he didn't have any? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How well, do you sue it? Well, you can attempt to like... If you hit something and it does damage to your vehicle, you have to make an insurance claim. So basically, someone hit this thing with their vehicle and they were like, no, this is an animal that I hit. And I guess that's a different claim on the insurance than having like a wreck with something that's inanimate, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so there was a whole issue, like a kerfuffle, where they were like, you didn't hit something. Nothing would ever be like that. And they're like, no, you have to believe me. I hit this massive wolf thing. So, like, shit got messy. So it might have been a suit on the, from the insurance claim. Yeah, I guess. Interesting. That's so one weird. The, yeah, because one of the sightings is former assistant district attorney of Walworth County, which is... <laughs> s- yeah. What? Terry Evan Williams, Walworth Code defense attorney. Which They went out is, and saw this thing. Yeah, because... This is one of the only creatures we have that has daylight sightings. Oh? Yeah, that's actually because, really rare. Yeah, most of the I time you get, like... I have had daylight sightings since the, like, uh, Bring Back Capes episode. Yeah. And those were barely daylight sightings. Yeah, those like, were just like, oh, that's looks like a lad on the mountain over there. No, this is like, hey, that thing's in my field. Like, right now. <laughs> that thing's in my field and, like... <laughs> Fucking up some sheep. Yeah. 
could we uh, do something? something? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's on Bray Road, right? Which is the sort of farms around it and the rural road itself, which means multiple people have hit this thing with their car. Um, Wait, what was that? Multiple people have hit this thing with their car. Have hit this thing with their car. Yes. You know, I... I'm a little worried for cryptids, because in almost every episode, it's like, uh, yeah, either it punched a car, or ate a car, or got hit by a car, and or someone shot it. And it's yeah. Like, Guys, stop. <laughs> Please be nice to them. Break for cryptids. Break for cryptids. Break Please. for cryptids. Please. Hey, Just hey, guys. Head on a fucking swivel, guys. Come on. Break for cryptids. <laughs> Break for cryptids. <laughs> Just come on. Come on. There's no road sign for them. Because you can't get a good photo of them. They but... don't get a road sign, guys. Break for cryptids. Look both ways, you know? Like, I mean, if looking. they had if they had a road sign for the what Beast of Bray Road. What would like? I don't even care. I would steal the fuck out of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... To be fair, I would too, but I feel like that's a great marketing opportunity for bumper stickers, you know? Yeah, just, like, just break for cryptids. Break for cryptids. But I would also buy, like, a Beast of Bray Road Baby on Board sticker. It's like... <laughs> My cryptid baby's on board. My cryptid baby's on board. And it's just, like, clawing on. Yeah, you don't see him. He's on. a fucking cryptid. There's just claw marks in the back of the seat. Yeah. <laughs> The windows shattered, the taillights out. <laughs> yeah, you fucking oh. got my car. I'm sorry, officer. But that happens though. Like, okay, you have grown up sort of in the main area. You you spend a lot of time there, you know a lot how that works. Mm-hmm. You know we talked about this a little before the show. A moose can take a car hit. Not well, but it can take it. Oh, pretty well. Oh. <laughs> uh, the thing that people tell you in Maine, if, you, if you're driving up there, is um, if you hit a deer, it's about equal damage, right? Yeah. The deer dies, your car dies. Fuck. You know? Mm-hmm. If you hit a moose, the moose will walk away and your car will be the only thing that's dead in this equation. And maybe nope. you. So don't get out of your car. <laughs> just oh. if you hit a moose, just uh, make sure it walks off before you get out. Uh, yeah, because it'll it'll charge you. It'll get upset if you hit it with a car. That's what this thing did. Oh, it took the car. <laughs> like you hit it, and there's nothing there. Like it walks away. Yeah. It. It takes it personally. It's like, you yeah, it's... fucking hit me. Your car rips off your fucking hood, throws it, it... into the woods. Fuck oh, you. Oh, God. Points at you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks in the woods. I think I'd cry. <laughs> I'm with a wolf with like a frat boy sort of attitude. Like, man, hit me with your fucking car. Fuck you. Throws your hood. Claim this on your insurance. Just throws it like a frisbee. <laughs> this on your insurance, you dick. Throws a fucking small tree through your windshield. 
Oh my god. So, that's kind of, okay, I keep saying that's kind of what happened, but, like, this thing gets hit, and then it, like, claws your doors, oh, and no. then, in one case, it got the trunk of the vehicle. Oh? Yeah. Like, not the, not, not the bumper, the trunk, which does imply that it tried to grab and stop the car, which oh is God. very funny oh to a God. Picture that, like you turn, you're just driving down this rural road, and a car comes <laughs> screaming by you, and a whole werewolf is just claws through the trunk, like hanging on for dear life, like a Stretch Armstrong. I imagine you like you like hit it, and then you like start to drive off, and it just like gets up, grabs the trunk of the car, and is like, "Hold on there, Buckaroo, <laughs> you have to file a claim. We got like, some we business to, to settle." We have to exchange information. You can't leave. That's a hit and run. After I got sued, I got insurance, and now I need to give you this information. (laughs) It's just a piece of paper with a paw print on it in the shape of a middle finger. Like (laughs) It says like insurance, but very misspelled and like like clearly scratched on. Like Yeah. It's not even a piece of paper, it's like a plank of wood. He had it done through the dog man. Got him a great broker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking French werewolves were like, bro, you gotta have insurance. They'll put you on the stand. <laughs> Dude, no, they'll like they'll guillotine you. They will, or they'll hire an exorcist. We don't know what the practice is anymore, but you have to have insurance. Like someone has to cover for you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe he did have information, but it was in French. Oh, maybe he moved to Bray Road from France. He moved was down like, from Canada. The country of opportunity. Area. He went to Quebec and he was like, wow, they all free- speak French, stupid. And then he moved to America and he was like, fuck, they don't speak French at all. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's just like, fuck it, I'll stay. I've moved I'll around stay. too much for these old bones. They got nice cheese here. They have okay. a cold deer. <laughs> hey, look, this is the closest to French cheese I'm going to fucking get, so... Oh my gosh, French cheese is so good. It is. It is. The French do th- two things right. Uh, fr- cheese and pastries. I thought you were going to say cheese and speaking French and just leave it. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> no, the French can't even agree on who speaks French the right way. It's... Mm. Um, okay, French pastries do slap, though. They slap, though. They slap, though. They're so good. I would give... Yeah, very good. Unrelated. I could yell about uh, having, like, a good puff pastry for, like, hours. Yeah. Honestly, their bread fucking slaps as well. It's so good. I... Anything baked in France, fuck Mm -hmm. it up. Fuck it up, Mm -hmm. fam. Like, okay. Things they do very wrong, though. Cigarettes. Valid. They're bad at that. I tried to make vegan phyllo dough very recently, and oh. it went, it went, uh, <laughs> I miss butter. <laughs> it sure, it sure <laughs> I did, I miss huh? butter. Yeah. I miss butter, it's okay. Uh, but, that's, they see this, like, I just, I wish I had more, like, normal sightings of this creature like saw it from a distance in the woods but like people hit this thing with their car it 
goes into cornfields and like steals their livestock. It eats roadkill. Uh, one person watched it like watched it from a distance run down a deer. <laughs> Just like <laughs> interesting. There's no tact. There's like just it'll, ran it down. Just ran it down. Like quadrupedal, like sprinted, knocked the thing right to the ground and just ate it. Kind of like you know, like watching the like lions in like Planet Earth. Yeah. I mean, man, that'd be a majestic sight, though. I feel like I, f- I feel like this thing brings enough chaotic energy that it would up, like upset that majestic. That's that's aura. my issue, is that this thing reminds <laughs> me of like, it's literally the definition of feral. Yes, it yes. wants to be up in shit that it should not be up in as much as possible. <laughs> this guy's a rowdy boy. He's a rowdy boy. He'll steal your car. He won't steal your car, but he'll <laughs> attempt to steal your car. He'll punch your car and eat it, too. This guy's a rowdy boy. He's a rowdy boy. Uh, he... He'll was... chase you down for your insurance information. This guy is a rowdy boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one cryptid who's like, okay, I think I understand how legality works, and then just gets it wrong. He's <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'll fuck with this a little bit. Humans, they... Hmm. We'll have a hmm. chat. And then it's like, nope, actually, fuck. Even with the car again. With another car. <laughs> Guys, oh, it's, can I stress this again? Break for cryptids. Break for cryptids. Break for cryptids. Break, Break for, for cryptids. them. Just don't... Please Stop don't hit them. Stop. And it's if you do hit them... Don't get out of the car. <laughs> don't get out of the car. Do, don't get out of the car. Politely exchange insurance information. And, and if you can't drive off, do. And if you need a tow truck, call one. Don't get out of the car. Don't get out of the car. Somebody tried to get out of the car for Lizard Man, shot him, ended up with like a whole mess there. Okay, Someone yeah. also stop shooting cryptids. That's another big one. Don't do it. Stop doing that. Stop, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, not cool. They have feelings. <laughs> Not just that. Just, just let them, let them do their thing. Just let them do their thing. Stop shooting them. Has it ever you... worked? Has it ever worked? No. 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 This is episode twenty-three. It has not once ever worked. Stop shooting cryptids. Stop. We had one tank a cannonball. Like, straight to the face. You're not going to do anything. These are, like, otherworldly beings. And if you shoot them, it's not going to go good. It's not great for you. They're just going to be pissed off. And then, like, okay, we haven't even talked about this. But, like, if the cryptid dies, does it have a ghost? I'm going to say yes. And if you do end up killing it with your cool magic bullet, you're just going to be haunted by this thing forever. I really don't want to deal with the implications of cryptid ghost, but thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> it's okay. We'll have, we'll have plenty of time to talk about it next week. Oh, cryptid ghost. Good God. Like, Do you I think just... cryptids have ghosts? Hold on. Actually, I said next week, but let's talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> cryptid ghost. I mean, I don't know. 
Because I, <laughs> I am a person who does sort of believe in ghosts. Yeah. I, I suppose I just... The implications of a cryptid ghost terrify me deeply because I do not know what they would haunt. Because usually the implication of a ghost implies unfinished business, so I'm wondering <laughs> what a cryptid did that they didn't finish. Um. Uh, for the Beast of Bray Road, I feel like they would have a ghost, and the unfinished business is just starting shit. Uh. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he just is in a... Like, we talked about how he might be related to the Dogman, right? Yeah. And we talked about how the Dogman is pretty fucking feral as well, right? Yeah. We talked about him punching your chihuahua and uh, thieving from a, do- a pet store. Yes. You think this guy's just, like, trying to be more feral? Like, do you think it's, like, they're competing aesthetics? Like, they both run feral aesthetic blogs and uh, <laughs> they're just competing to be the most feral? Part of me wonders if these are just werewolves who are trying to get to a werewolf convention in Quebec and can't manage to get a ride. that would explain all the cars because both of them attack cars and just the idea of that means that they're like trying to pull over an uber and they just haven't managed to do it like they see other people pull down cars and they're like they hailed a taxi with their hand and they keep trying to hail a taxi like with their whole body and just get hit with cars and then they get (laughs) upset because like they get hit they don't even in front of a car see they don't even get let in you know? I was thinking, like, probably the dog man, he has an excuse, because he heard the song uh, Car Radio by 21 Pilots, and he was like, oh, yeah. shit, you can just take those out of cars so I can listen to my cool song all the time. And I thought maybe that was his reason, but now, now, the werewolf convention makes sense. It's yeah. like, you know, French heritage werewolves coming back. To I mean... They can't get on like, a plane, so... No. Do you know how hard it is to get plane tickets? Like, no, they can't do that. First of all. They gotta get a ride. First of all, they will not let you through security with teeth and claws. They won't. I mean, all I can imagine, the only thing I could think of that would prevent a werewolf from being on a plane is they don't make dog crates that big. (laughs) So you need to get, like... Oh my god, what if you saw, like... What if you were, like, uh, on the plane, right, and you could, like, see them loading it? And, like, the people who are loading it go away to, like, get more bags or whatever. And then yeah. you just see, like, a werewolf, like, creep into the, like, baggage area of the plane. Do they still have to sedate him? If he's know. a werewolf? Like, at what point is that implication a little weird? I don't I don't know. I feel... <laughs> like, because you also could attempt to just pass a werewolf off as a furry who doesn't want to take their costume off. Now, I feel like they'd make you take your costume off because they have to verify your ID. That's Man, that'd be a whole slog, you know? <laughs> Getting ID as a werewolf. You don't even have a date of birth. You don't have a birth certificate. Fuck. Your you don't have social security. Your parents' paw prints. <laughs> like you, don't, you don't have any of that. They're just off the grid. They can't get on it. They're trying. They can't get on it. They're, They're trying, trying to get on the grid. They're jumping on cars, and maybe that'll give them a boost. But no. All they They're get trying. is media presence and, you know, people who they just have a... watch them run down a deer, and then they're like, oh, cool. Bit of a cult social media following. Like, if any a... of these guys had social media, you know they would be, like, the vlog squad of cryptids. <laughs> the vlog squad of cryptids. Uh, speaking of, I started doing my vlogs again. Did you? Yeah, it's fun. I have one yeah. going up today. Oh, nice. Congratulations on that. 
Yeah, uh, today as Sunday. in when we're recording or today as in okay yeah uh, when we're recording not it's already up if you're listening to this it's already up wow. go find me martis on fire at youtube youtube.com slash martis on fire wow uh hey can i wrap you up with one final showing of yeah this i was gonna ask do we have one slam dunk to end on I, I regret saying it like that, but... <laughs> I like Slam Dunkarooski. I thought that was great. So this is like our big capstone of why you should not hit this guy with your car. So... Did he just uh, need a car? I'm worried. The Lizard Man tried. Fuck. The Lizard Man tried. Uh, so basically what happened was a witness was driving on Bray Road and it was a foggy night. And then they hit something with their car. Uh, exited their vehicle to like see what they had hit, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. did you get a deer? Like, what What did you get? Saw a large wolf-like creature with red eyes that just sort of, like, double-taked, stared at her, and then chased her back to her car. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, full-on ran her down into the car. Okay. And so she gets in the car, wow. she locks the door, and then it just claws up her car. Fuck. Just, like, all over the passenger side door. Damn. I'd and be I'm fucking like, frightened. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. Did she make it out okay? She okay? She did. Yeah, okay, she made it cool. out okay. But she, like, went back and was like, you guys will not believe what I have been through. Yeah, fuck. I mean, at first I heard you say double take, like the wolf did a double take, and I was like put us back in sitcom territory and i was amused by that and then the like full gravity of the situation hit me and yeah. i was like okay it wasn't just like uh <laughs> oh, what? No. i think a better you know, way like to put it Scooby is like double take. a 180 oh just whipped around and was got like, hit it walked away ass. She got out of the car and it turned around and just looked at her with the red eyes and then just went <sighs> for her. And she got into the car before it could get to her. Okay, that is the first time I've actually gotten shivers from a monster that we've talked about since the fucking British Big Cats. Which is episode four, so like... It's been a while. Fuck. I will admit, a lot of our aquatic boys tend to give me the heebie-jeebies. I'm not particularly afraid of the Beast of Bray Road, uh, I'm just, my main thing is, I'm confused on how people are hitting this thing. He's a big lad. Like, I feel like you'd see him from a distance. Yeah. I mean, but he's got, you know, he's got camouflage. Uh, he's gray like the road is. Um, he's brown like the trees. He paints with all the colors of the wind. I suppose. Um, what? <laughs> I suppose. Um, anyway, he's got, he, you know, he's blending into the forest. And then maybe, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know how they're hitting him. Please stop. Hey, <laughs> this is our last y'all? PSA. Please stop. Break for cryptids. cryptids. Break for cryptids. Break for cryptids. Stop hitting them. We can't keep stop. doing this. We can't keep getting new ones. Like, we only have a certain amount of cryptids. If you hit them, we won't have any more. <laughs> we can't, you know, we can't if you keep hit carrying them, on like this. We can't. 
All right, uh, let's get Sarah McLaughlin on set. Cue the music. In the <laughs> arms. <laughs> Every day, at least two cryptids are hit by a car. Please stop fucking doing that. Please stop hitting these poor defenseless cryptids. Because they actually are defenseless, and they will rip you a fucking new one. So please, for just pennies a day, you too can stop hitting cryptids. You've got a driver's license. I feel like they tell you not to hit shit in that. Oh, fuck. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed my panicked rendition of In the Arms of the Angels, in which I forget the lyrics halfway through. It's okay. It's... <laughs> But uh, I think that'll that'll, that'll do, do us for the Beast of Bray Road. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. I'm a big what fan. A lad. I feel like I come out of every episode saying this, but I'm a big fan of this guy now. Like <laughs> <laughs> sure he's the first cryptid in a while to give me like a shiver down my spine, but like I have a very high like threshold for fight or flight. Like most yeah. of the time I will fight. I don't know if I would fight this guy if he directly challenged me. I, I mean, I probably still would. For my honor. Mm, mm. <laughs> uh, as your co-host and person who cares about your general well-being, don't. <laughs> and for the viewers at home, also don't. Also don't. Don't do it. Second PSA from me, don't fight them. Uh, but I if you want to hear more fine. about them... But if, uh, if if the folks at home want to hear more about other types of cryptids, they yeah, also should the lead not in fight. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped it right on the floor. I was like, "Hey, hold Fuck. on a second. I want to fucking throw hands." No, but if the folks at home want to find out more about other folks, uh, other cryptids, other boys we've gone over, where can they find us, uh, Martin? Uh, they can find our podcast literally anywhere that podcasts are. Uh, we recommend iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube. You can find us uh, Cryptids on Cryptids. Search any of those three, and uh, easy pickings. You know, you'll find us right away. We're right there. Yeah. Uh, tune in. Get us some. You know, give us a little download if you have the time. Give us a review. That would mean so much to us. And um, it, it's honestly just something we we're so thankful for. Uh, we have a couple of reviews on iTunes already, which is fantastic. So thank you very much. To all those yeah. who have reviewed us already. Um, uh, and if you'd like some cool live cryptids content, uh, we go live every Thursday at Twitch on our channel at The Midcast. Uh, we go live every Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30. So if you mm -hmm. want to swing by, kind of talk to us, chat about the episode, uh, watch us play some Minecraft. We absolutely, absolutely love to have you guys in the chat. We love interacting with you. We love hearing what you think. Uh, so if you want to come by, uh Come and hang out. We love to hear from you. And it's I think such a good time. Marty, you do a solo stream, I believe, at another time. When is that? Yeah, I have been um, finicking around with the timetable on that one, and I think I'm moving it from a Sunday stream to a Monday stream. Uh, so you can come out the day before the episode comes out. Uh, get hype with me about it on Twitch. Uh, again, that is the midcast t-h-e-m-y-d-c-a-s-t 
Um, yeah. So and, you can find us there. And you can also find us on Twitter. Where is that, Sid? Uh, we have a Twitter, and we usually tweet out when we record the episodes. Uh, so if you want a cool sneak preview of what's going to be released during the week, our Twitter is at OnCryptids, O-N-C-R-Y-P-I-T-D-S. Uh, and it's Cryptids on Cryptids Twitter. Uh, we tweet about just generalized cryptid things. And... <laughs> This is a cool new thing. Uh, we just submitted our podcast to Podchaser. Yeah, so if you can we wanted to talk there. about that, you can leave a review there too. If you uh, want to get your podcast through there, and that is a direct line to us, so we can kind of have a look. Anywhere you guys leave a review truly is appreciated. It lets yeah, us know that you're enjoying fantastic. the content, and it kind of lets us know what you guys would want to hear in the future. So. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. We really, really, really do appreciate this. We do do this for you guys. And it's absolutely been a blast. So. All right. Well, thank you one more time for tuning in. And, um, and we'll, we'll see, see y'all in the, the woods. woods.